0: Couldn't shake it. I became impressed with them as I studied the language in these two verses, in these four verses. When was the last time you spoke with a friend over coffee about Onociphorus? Or in a Bible study group when they said, What's your favorite Bible character? How many of you said, Onociphorus? When was the last time you heard a sermon? Have you ever heard a sermon on Onociphorus? See, that's my point. He's unknown. And it's precisely for that reason that I'm drawn to him. Because of his characteristics and the language Paul uses to talk about him. You know, if if you boil life down to its basics, if you strip away all of the veneer, the creature comforts, if you boil life down to just its basic essentials, about all you have left is relationships relationship with God and relationships with people who are in your lives. Nothing else really matters that much, does it? And yet that is precisely where there is so much lack in meaningful relationships. I'm not just talking about husband and wives, meaningful relationships, but meaningful relationships between people and in the body of Christ. Boy, that is sorely lacking a real deep commitment to be a friend, to have that ministry of supporting one another. Our society has many, many casual contacts. But we have very few friends. It's easy to go, Hi, how are you doing? Great, good. How's the wife? Kids, oh, fine. Oh, your wife thinks it's great. House is being paid off. Got a new car? Great. God bless you. Yeah. And then walk away thinking, boy, we had great fellowship. I want you to look at verse 15. This you know that all those in Asia have turned away from me, among whom are phagellus and hermogenes. I wonder how you picture Paul the Apostle. If I could crawl inside of your little brain and turn on the video camera, I wonder how you'd think of Paul. Probably, if you're like most people, you picture Paul bigger than life. The great apostle. Probably tall, maybe wavy gray hair, a weathered kind of a look, intense sparkle in his eye. I read an interesting account it is suggested by secular history that Paul was a man of moderate stature. And by moderate stature, they meant 4 feet 11 inches. Shorty. Curly, scanty hair, crooked legs, large, knit eyebrows, a long nose, and thick lips. to make it worse, some even think he was a hunchback. Short, bald, and squatty. That was Paul. Now, did you picture Paul like that? Probably most of you don't. But aside from how he physically looked, how do you picture him inwardly? How do you view Paul? Probably a man of inner strength, fortitude, independence, a pioneer. Uh, The kind of man who would say, look, I don't need anybody. I can do it alone. Me and God. Right? Do you ever picture Paul as being a lonely person? Do you ever picture Paul as someone who needed anybody? Who needed friends? Nah. Not Paul. He's the apostle. I mean, this guy cruises from town to town and speaks to synagogue full of hostile people. He can stand in front of Caesar Nero, speak to hostile crowds. Nah, Paul, he's not lonely. He's an apostle, right? As I read this week, the introduction to 2 Timothy in the NIV study Bible, I found it very interesting. At the beginning of the Bible, it says that there were probably three reasons why Paul wrote the epistle of 2 Timothy to his friend Timothy. Number one on the list, Paul was lonely. I want you to look at verse 15 again with me.